Star Wars and into your hand. It's an exclusive Kenner action figure. Han Solo disguised as a stormtrooper. Free with two proofs from Kellogg's Fruit Loop cereal. May the force be with you. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast. The discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. This is our fifth episode. My name is Jason, and joining me tonight, as usual, from IGrewUpStarWars.com, self-confessed OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hey, Tom. What is going on? I am chilling in the office, sipping down a blue milk colada. Awesome. Ready for episode five. Awesome. Hey, we pushed this episode up a week just to get you on. You know, I was thinking about doing it next week. So, yeah, thank thank you. I'm uh, you. headed to Germany for a couple weeks, so thanks for uh, thanks for moving with me. <laughs> All right. Next from JediBusiness.com, we have Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Anything new on the website? Um, yeah, I've been working on the uh, the 30th anniversary collection, getting all those figures oh, awesome. added. So yeah, keeping me busy. So yeah. It's fun. Very cool. And also joining us tonight from Bendems to the Black series. Hey Ryan, stop <laughs> mentioning Bendems soon. Yeah. Not yet though. Bendems. <laughs> He's gonna collect them all. It's Ryan. Hey Ryan. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. How you doing? Love you, uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I don't know how I get so associated with Bendems now because I happen to buy everything. Thing <laughs> out. But, uh, I don't know. Well, what would you rather have? Uh... We'll ch- we'll change it for the next show. I'll, I'll think of something else. <laughs> give me give, give me a moment. I'm gonna go mute here. I'm gonna come up with another moniker. Hey everyone, I have to say I was at Ryan's new place yesterday, and I indeed did see some bendums there, amongst many <laughs> other thousands and thousands of action figures, and playsets and vehicles. Very cool. Yeah. I would I would like to check out your place sometime, Ryan. Well, as it gets more set up, I'm working on the diorama room now, so I'm expecting about another month or two to have that done. When I get that done, I'll have you guys over. You can check it all out. Sweet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Okay, and as usual, we start out the show with uh, what's new and what are you finding out there? Chris, are you finding anything new? Have you got anything to talk about since our last episode? Uh, no, I'm not looking, to be honest with you. There's nothing out there right now that I'm... Chris- You're not looking, Chris? I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> no toy runs for me until probably June or July. And I think the only other thing that I'm interested in getting are the, the Star Tours multi-packs. But that's not going to come out until, I think, late May or something, or whenever Star Wars Weekends is happening this year. Mm, yeah. Okay. Ryan, what about you? Anything new these days? I, I wouldn't say anything new, but I've been seeing some of that uh, the Darth Vader and Clone Wars Anakin vintage wave popping up on Target more and more. But, I mean, nothing really exciting. I did read somewhere that some of the uh, vehicles are hitting like TJ Maxx and Ross, and so I'm trying to find that AAT tank that came out last year. So I never bought it because I want to pay 30 bucks for it, and it's like 6 bucks at TJ Maxx or something, so I'm trying to pick up that. But didn't see one today when I looked. Okay. That's a big no. Yeah, okay. (laughs) 
Tom, have you picked up anything new recently for your Star Wars collection? Nothing new, but I am contemplating the first phase of uh, ESB figures. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Well, you've been saying that for a long time, dude. Ah, shut up, Chris. For <laughs> <laughs> those of you listening... For those of you listening who don't know, Tom only collects for action figures. Uh, figures from the first film, Star Wars... And just the first 21 figures. Right, first 21. And uh, Chris, if you remember, I started uh, collecting some loose, and then I gave you what I had, which was, I don't even know what I gave you. And now you want them all back, right? Yeah, I want them all back. (laughs) I got them here. I think think I gave you a Bespin Luke or something like that. Bespin Luke, and there's an A&H Leia here in a pretty good condition. Oh, I've I've got a few of those already. Chris will sell them back to you at a fair and reasonable price. Yeah, oh, they're, they're on eBay right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know if I want to do the graded route, you know, but I'm sure I can find some. Yeah, I'll grade it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you will, Chris. But uh, yeah, that's what I. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm about 30 years back, about 32 years behind you guys. All I'll right. catch up. I'm 90. Okay, so tonight on the show we're going to be discussing disgusting. <laughs> Oh, Lord, where are we going with this now? Tonight on the show, we are going to be disgusting. Sorry about that. (laughs) Actually, tonight on the show, we're going to be discussing vintage and modern mail-away figures. So we'll, uh, we're just going to do a rundown tonight and get, uh, get, uh, get the host's opinions on the various figures that have been offered throughout the years. We're going to run uh, oldest to latest. Oldest right? to latest. Nice. So I guess you know Star Wars. The figures start out with a mail away right off the bat. The uh, first four figures were a mail away. Uh, 1977. It's the early bird certificate package, which was ten dollars at retail, and you could mail it away. The end of 77, I think, is when the package was released. Uh, for the holiday season. Yeah, right around Christmas time. Yeah, and that was to promise figures to be received between February and June of 1978. Tom, you, did you uh, do the early bird certificate? You'd think so, but um, I think my toy collecting career started probably when the first 12-back showed up. So I'm pretty sure that I never even heard of the early bird kit. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm quite positive I never heard of the uh, the early bird certificate. Yeah, I sure would have. If I knew about it, I sure would have been all over it. But I think my career started uh, when uh, the twelve back started hitting the uh, twelve started hitting the scene, which was more than a half a year after the early bird certificate. So yeah, I was. I guess I was a little late in the game, but still early enough to to take on the twelve backs. So I'd say no. No. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I I was unaware of the early bird package until probably the nineties when collecting kind of what's the right word came back or yeah resurfaced uh you know i was i was probably maybe well it was either six or seven and i know i was sitting in front of the tv a lot when i was a kid yeah so how this got (laughs) how this passed under the radar is beyond me but yeah probably i don't know maybe you know what figures i got in 1977 1978 
What's that? Ronald McDonald land figures. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. <laughs> they are pretty cool. They are pretty cool. <laughs> but come on. No Star Wars? You get Ronald McDonald toys for Christmas? Did you want Star Wars figures? Oh. Uh, I did. You probably was, didn't even know about them. I was so, a, Yeah, you know. So right then and there, <laughs> Ronald McDonald figures were not a bad deal. Right. I would still go for Ronald McDonald figures. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a bunch of them. I should uh, post some photos of them at some point. Yeah, I'm thinking about opening my own. Um, uh, Mc- I love McDonald's podcast, but that's for another conversation. Oh yeah, have me on. All right, I will. You'll be my first guest. <laughs> okay, I'd be glad to. The next mail away was in 1978. It was the Star Wars Collector's Action Stand, and there were a couple of ways you could get this. You could send in two proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figure and $2, or you could get it for free with 12 proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figure from Kenner. 12 proofs of purchase? That seems like blowing your whole... Wad on a crowd. Yeah, that's, nice well, that's all the figures at the time. So, yeah, that's the whole collection. Yeah, Congrats. buy them all and get the collector stand free. The collector's action stand free. I bought one of these off eBay about three years ago, and uh, I I like it a lot. It's really cool. I think it makes a great display for the original figures. Anytime Chris B. and I went to the toy stable, remember, Chris? Uh, They had one of these babies, uh, and they had it complete with all the 12 figures. Pretty good shape. Yeah. For about 300 bucks, remember that? Yep, totally. And one day when I was uh, maybe ready to pull the trigger or still tell them that I was interested, I was hoping to get it for a cheaper amount. It was gone, so I, I lost my chance but hopefully one of these days another another chance will arise but yeah it's a, it's a it's a beautiful display for sure definitely ryan do you have one of these yes i i have one of those i picked one up a while back when i was uh, buying a bunch of like a big lot of stuff it's not complete it doesn't have the backdrop i think it's even missing a couple of the peg deals but i, I do have one. very neat next from 1979 we have one of the most famous mail aways i think this is Kind of legendary in some ways. It was the Boba Fett action figure. It was free with four action figure proofs of purchase. Originally, it was supposed to come with a rocket firing mechanism, which uh, after an accident with a Battlestar Galactica toy, uh, I think a child swallowed the missile and choked to death. They decided not to put the rocket firing mechanism on Boba Fett. So when he was mailed out, he did not have the the firing mechanism. And the rocket was just, I think it was just, it's just glued in place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was glued in place. This thing, this has been talked about to death about everything. Yeah, it's, it's. It's been discussed at nauseum. This is actually one that I. Uh, this is the first mail away that I partook in. So. Okay. Were you uh, disappointed when you received the figure? And I don't not... think it even crossed my mind. No. Boba Fett was just so cool and so mysterious, and he was definitely kind of a. He, he not only was he a cool figure, he also added excitement for the next film that was. Most definitely on the way in 1979. So, and if you want to learn more about the Boba Fett 
you can always watch Boba and me on StarWars.com on the videos page. I suggest it. It's a good Thanks, everybody. <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, this was actually my first, and but not my last, mail away. So I'm very proud to say that I did get a Boba Fett with four proofs of purchase. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he's a very, very cool figure. Did so. you get one, Jason? I didn't. You know, I never got a Boba Fett until 1984. I just wow. uh, missed. He just, I don't know. He just missed. The I had Zuckus and four LOM and everybody else, but no Boba. Well. Fett. <laughs> Zuckus is suck ass next to Boba Fett, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Yeah, I don't know. I remember Boba Fett. I got in 1984 on. A, I think I got him on a Return of the Jedi card. Should have kept. What? <laughs> Should have kept him carded, right? You had three three incantations of the movie. Yeah. And then you finally got around to getting a Boba Fett. I can't believe it. Yeah, I always used Zuckus as like the main bounty hunter. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? I mean. Yeah. He he's looked good, cool. He was a good looking. He was dude. the robot back then. Right. He wasn't the. Even the, though, well, the, you know, we'll we'll save it for another <laughs> podcast. But Zuckus was actually four LOM, right? Yeah. They, right. But, so. yeah. Ryan, any chance you were around for the Boba Fett mail away? Did you mail away for that? Well, I, I know I've had the vintage Boba Fett figure forever. I couldn't tell you if it, if I got it from a mail in or if it was bought in the store. I honestly don't really remember. Yeah. I, I think it probably came from a store. I don't think I did the mail in on that one. Okay. Okay. But I do remember having the neighbor kid who claimed that they had the rocket firing one, you know, when nobody else did. Yeah, every every kid claimed that. Right, I know. Everybody always has that story that, that somebody knew someone who had it, but we never actually saw it, right? Well, mail, a, mail away or not, I mean, getting the carded figure, just the artwork alone on the card was beautiful. So, yeah. How could you resist, Jason, is my question. And I don't know. I'm just going to leave it at that. It, it could have been that... He just was harder to find. Well, when I finally got him in 84, I was 11. So it was like, wow. I, and at that time, I could fully realize how cool Boba Fett was. But at the same time, I was 11, and I thought I might be even too old to be getting Star Wars figures. So it was kind of a, uh, here's the good news, but the bad news. Type. Moving on is something that uh, a little puzzling is the 1980 secret action figure, Bosk. Got it. Yeah. Did the packaging just say secret action figure or did it say secret action figure Bosk? Because the commercials on the television said mail away for secret action figure Bosk, which kind of doesn't make it a secret when they tell you who it is. <laughs> I <That's>... guess not. <laughs> this was well, a fun show, one, Did they show a picture with it or was it just the name? You no, can... it was like a circular kind of sticker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it didn't actually have a picture of the creepy lizard guy. Right. It was just, I, uh, it was just a, even the name, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. I don't know if I, that's a good point, Chris. I don't know when I actually sent away for the figure, I didn't know who I was getting, but I knew I was getting a new figure, and that's really all that mattered. Well, he was free in 1980 with four uh, Kenner action figure proofs of purchase. Not a bad picture. I mean, not a bad, uh, not a bad figure. No, not at all. Yeah. Yep. And I remember the commercials well because it was heavily advertised on Saturday morning. Absolutely. Mm. The next mail away on the list is the 1981 survival kit. This is what I believe the, this is the first 
actual mail away that I personally mailed away for, or had my parents mail away for. The Star Wars action figure survival kit was free with proofs of purchase from five Star Wars action figures. It contained one Luke Skywalker AT-AT grappling hook belt, a Jedi training harness, two Hoth backpacks, three asteroid gas masks, and five assorted uh, blasters. So that was really cool. I'll tell you, the best thing about the survival kit was that when I was a kid, I would constantly lose the weapons. So getting five new weapons, like guns, for the figures was a blessing. See, I never had the uh, the mail-away survival kit, but I think the, the Rebel Transport came with the same kind of accessories. And I remember that I loved those. Like, I put them on all the figures, and I think I very rarely took them off. Those are so awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chris, I think you're right. I think, the, the was it the gas masks and the backpacks? Yeah, that's what I remember. Mm. The gas masks and the backpack. I was actually more excited about this mail-away than any of the ones before it, the Bosque and the Boba Fett, for some reason, because it was it was, it was was guns. And, you know, like Chris alluded to, you, you know, extra guns are always a good idea, right? So, yeah, I, I would check the mailbox every day in the summertime to uh, check to see if these the survival kit finally showed up. And I remember that summer in 81, we went to Germany, and uh, my I wasn't all that great in German. I'm still not all that great in German. But I had my mom explain to my grandfather exactly what the survival kit was, because I thought he needed to know about it. So, uh, yeah, my, my dad got, my grandfather got a uh, a update on uh, the toys I was getting. I'm sure he gave to, he could care less, but I think he was nice enough to feign some kind of interest so finally i got it and all was right with the world it was a it was a cool kit yeah hey that's the thing with the mail away is the waiting oh wait 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 check the mail wait longer check the mail (laughs) absolutely it was frustrating but when when you finally got that little box it was it was heaven yeah the uh the next mail away was 1981, it was called the Display Arena, available with 10 proofs of purchase from Kenner Action Figures plus $2. These were white, uh, little white stands with pegs in them and some cardboard background photos. I have never owned any of these, so I'm not that familiar with them. Tom, did you happen to have these? Nope, I did not. I, I don't think I was really too interested in them back then. I don't think anyone was. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I never saw these out in the wild, and I don't ever think I've ever seen them ever. Ryan, do you have any of these? Uh, no, I didn't get these. I think I saw them once at a uh, like a rummage sale in the mid '90s, but I didn't even know what they were, so I didn't pick it up. Um, never was really something I was that interested in. See, I saw some of those at the toy stable, you know, like a year or two years ago, and I had no idea what they were, but I kind of thought that they looked cool, and I, I kind of wish that Hasbro would release something similar with, for the modern figures because. I think it was a really cool way to display the figures. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, I guess there it, were some at the toy stable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- I, I agree with you, Chris. That would be a, a neat way to uh, display. I think uh, didn't uh, – well, I mean, I don't want to derail, but uh, a few – about maybe – Ryan, help me out here. About 10 years ago, or not even 10 years ago, they had a vintage display stand that was kind of like Land of the Sand People, but then it it also had kind of little elements of the uh, cantina scene and uh, a big backdrop with the TIE Fighter and X-Wing with the Star Wars logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember who put that out, but it was kind of an amalgamation of those all in the one. 
I never looked in it. It was kind of expensive, so it wasn't something I really looked at. But I do remember what you're talking about. I think I've got one here. I do have one here, actually. I don't. I don't know where it is right now, but yeah, something like that uh, for modern toys would be. Well, I guess you could use them for modern toys, couldn't you? But something like that would be a great way to display toys and I think or the Star Wars figures and I think they were going to make an Empire Strikes Back and then of course uh, Return of the Jedi but um, I guess I digress here but uh, um, didn't sell they, well. never did. they never did yeah yeah, yeah I think that's short. a Revenge of the Sith one from those guys as well it was oh, kind of really? some sort of prototype shown off somewhere that's the one I remember seeing the Revenge of the Sith just a just a like a prototype like you're talking about yeah that would have been cool but... yeah Sorry to derail. No, the yeah, I think the first one was like sixty bucks, and it just didn't at that price didn't sell well. Okay, moving on. Uh, 1982 brought us the four LOM figure. He was free with five proofs of purchase from any Kenner Star Wars action figure. This is the figure that now uh, people refer to the character as Zuckus, but uh, at the time he was four LOM. Pretty cool figure. He had a, I think, one of the first figures to have any soft goods. Is that right? I think you're right. Yeah. He had like the uh, the vinyl that you did, but the kind of the chunky vinyly kind of insulated cloak kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I guess the Jawa yeah. was the first figure to have soft goods. Now that I think about it, but he was right, but one of I the mean, first. It, well, he had like the full the full on with the with the little plastic chest piece and all that stuff. So it was yeah. pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty sophisticated outfit he had there. Yeah, I think if they would have made that figure uh, three years earlier, he probably would have just had a vinyl cape like the like the sand person. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Anyways, it's a good figure, and he's got a cool rifle. He does a good one. So, uh, Forlum was actually the first one I remember getting and waiting for in the mail myself. Uh, I remember signing the proofs and waiting forever, like every little kid, for that to finally come. It's funny because it finally showed up while I was I was in the hospital. Um, I had a croup attack and had to stay in um, the hospital for a couple of nights. And because of that, I was there. And then the the forlorn showed up while I was uh, in the hospital. So it was kind of a, a neat thing for me to get while I was sick. So I, I kind of remember that well. And and for me, he's always forlorn. I could care less. They call him Zuckus. The stupid droid is Zuckus. That's forlorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call him four lom too, but actually, I I call him four lom because that's what the commercial says. So right, four lom. <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah, it's. Uh... So nine, also in nineteen eighty two, there was a build your armies Kenner micro collection uh, set. Uh, was two proofs of purchase from two Star Wars micro collection vehicles, playsets, or Hoth World or Bespin. I'm sorry, Hoth World, Bespin World, or Death Star World. This set com- was comprised of three Rebel soldiers and three Hoth stormtroopers. I was not into the micro collection at all as a kid, so I it was completely off my radar. Did any of you guys? Well, I'll ask Tom first. Did you have any of the Kenner micro collection figures, and did you mail away for this? Jace, I was with you. I uh, the micro collection did meant nothing to me. I just it just seemed like little tin toys uh, to have an articulated action figure with guns and mm-hmm. all kinds of cool stuff and vehicles and yeah that was that was my focus mm-hmm. and i was getting i was 11 12 i was almost kind of teetering off the brink of mm-hmm. falling off of collecting already so um i did get some of the um 
you know, went into Return of the Jedi, but micro collection, yeah, definitely not, uh, definitely not on my list. No, Ryan, did you do you have these figures, these mail away build your armies Kenner micro collection figures? I, I have some of them now, but I never sent away for them as a kid. I did do some of the micro collection. I remember having the best gantry when I was a kid, but I never got into it all that much, so I, I never mailed away for this now. Okay, yeah. Chris B, did you uh, did you get did you have micro over there um, in Deutschland? They, they, they might have had it, but I when I was a kid, I was not into that at all. And you know that was back in '82, and I was not. I think the first time oh, I saw yeah. it was was in '84. That's right. I keep I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. So, and you know, just the the four of us, since none of none of us really seem to have any interest in the micro collection series when we were kids. It's kind of no wonder the line didn't last very long. Probably yeah, if, a if lot of kids didn't have, want it. If it weren't for us, the micro collection would still be popular today. Yeah. <laughs> and but since that's not the the case, um, yeah. micro collection is now. As an adult, I don't know. I yeah. I think I'd I think I'd collect micro maybe. As an adult know. collector, I think they're really nice and really cool. But as a kid, I used to you know almost pray that I didn't get those for Christmas because they don't go with the other the other figures. Right, right, and you know what? A micro kind of reared its head again with the glue micro machines, yeah. right? That'll be a whole other. It was sort of kind of yeah. like that, but yeah. plastic, of course. We will do a loop show at one point. I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that. Oh, great. I don't think that really caught on like wildfire no. either. No. I mean, the figures were what was the meat and potatoes of yeah. Hasbro and our friends at Kenner. The uh, third offer from 1982 was the Admiral Akbar figure, and he was free with six proofs of purchase from any Kenner. Star Wars action figure. Now, the offer, the, the sticker actually said Admiral Akbar from Revenge of the Jedi, which is kind of cool. But uh, I don't think I mailed away for Admiral Akbar. I thought he was cool. But at this point, I kind of realized none of the mail-away figures were going to be only mail-aways or something. I don't know. I just I don't know why I didn't mail away for him. Uh, I think I realized that, too. I don't remember doing... Akbar myself. Ryan, did you? Sorry, Tom. Who wants to, who wants to mail away for a fish anyway? <laughs> Ryan, did you mail away for Admiral Akbar? Yes, I did. At, th- at this point, I was full swing into the figure, so any of this type of stuff that came out, oh, I was all into it. I mailed away for Akbar and his amazing black staff or whatever it is it came with, yeah. and I was excited to get him. Uh, I-, I wanted my fish in a uniform. Thank you very much, Tom. <laughs> I don't. I, hey, kudos to you, Ryan. I. I would have come over and played with them with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got a Benda Macbar if you want to play with that too. I have no doubt. <laughs> what kind of uh, does it? Does the Bendem Akbar come with accessories? Sadly, no. None of those came with accessories. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. And 1983 brought one mail away figure. It was nine nun. I'm not, I'm never completely sure how to how to pronounce this guy's name. Nine num. I think is how it's pronounced but he was free with only five proofs of purchase from any kenner star wars action figure and i thought he looked cool when i saw him on the packaging i thought i need to get this guy but again for whatever reason i didn't mail away for him ryan i'm guessing you did mail away for him oh heck i need the needed lando's co-pilot you bet yeah i i definitely mailed away for him okay tom i know you didn't mail away for him <laughs> let me ask i did not no thanks for asking <laughs> all right i would have yes but I didn't. 1984. That was a Van Halen album. Before. I'm a teacher. 
1984, the mail away, the first mail away of 1984 was the Emperor figure. I don't think anybody knew at the time he was Emperor Palpatine, although it may have been mentioned in the novels. Uh, I didn't. I only knew him as the Emperor. He was free with five proofs of purchase from any Kenner Star Wars action figure. And I thought he was, again, really cool. I wanted to get the Emperor, but I seemed to have found him in the store uh, probably right on the heels of this offer, so I never felt the need to mail away for him. Ryan, I'm going to go to you again. Did you mail away for the Emperor, or did, did you, like me, find him in the store almost almost as soon as the offer was out? No, I mailed away for him once again. Anytime, I mean, like I said, I was full swing in the Star Wars at this point. So any of that stuff came, I was right on it, and uh, I was getting my proofs in and mailing away that sort of thing. So yeah, I mailed away for the Emperor. I remember getting it. Chris, did you mail away for the Emperor? This is uh, about the time you were getting into it. Uh, no, no. Was hey, uh, Chris? What's the uh, what was the Emperor in German? What's the Emperor? Um, well, in the movie they call him uh, the Imperator. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but I think the uh, the figure on the card back had the uh, the American name on it. Oh, okay. So it's called the Emperor. So got it. That's sounds menacing. But, no, back then when I was a kid, I don't think I mailed away for any of the vintage figures. I think, I'm not sure if they weren't offered overseas or if just some of them were. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember. And I, I certainly never mailed away for any of these figures. That's an interesting question. I'd like to know the answer to that. If those were, if if the figures were indeed uh, offered as mail away in in Europe or anywhere else for that matter. I'm sure in Canada, I guess that goes without saying, but yeah. But I wonder in if Europe or Asia or one of these other countries, Mexico maybe had with the lily or whatever. I don't know. You know, if we get Gus Lopez on the show, I bet he could answer all those questions. Yeah. <laughs> he probably knows. <laughs> Somebody knows. We'll have to pose that question. <laughs> also, in nineteen eighty four was the Anakin Skywalker figure. Yes, I did order this one. I was very happy. I was really excited for whatever reason. So he was free with five proofs of purchase, again, from any Kenner Star Wars action figure. And that was the last Star Wars figure I ever received or got until uh, I was an adult collector. So that was the, that's how I ended it. Any thoughts on Anakin Skywalker? I'll start with Tom. The Emperor and Anakin Skywalker. Boy, you'd think those would just fall right in line seeing that Obi-Wan was my first figure, so... Hey, maybe I was more receptive to old, old man action figures, but that was not the case. No, I did not get uh, Anakin nor the Emperor. I don't know why. I think I, I can tell you exactly why. I was I was kind of steering away from Star Wars at that point. Yeah. By 1984, I think collecting Star Wars was pretty much over for me for a while. Anybody else want to add anything about Anakin before I move on? I was excited to get him. I thought I was... I mean... It's not that exciting of a figure, in all honesty. He can't hold any weapons or anything. But, hey, I was excited to get him. It, w- it was an interesting figure at the time. Yeah, I, you see, I never mailed away for him, but I did have him as a kid. And I, as a matter of fact, I have him right here in front of me right now. Uh-huh. And to this day, I think he is probably one of the happiest figures they've ever made besides <laughs> the, the vintage Yoda. Because he has this big smile on his face. Uh, it's a cool figure. I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, well, that was uh, he had a big smile on his face because he didn't think uh, poor old Sebastian Shaw thinks he uh, didn't think he would get replaced in a uh, crappy uh, special edition. That's why he's smiling. 
if he knew that, he'd be frowning and yeah. probably uh, come with uh, tear accessories. But uh, back in 1984, no one knew that uh, that scene would get ruined. <laughs> the final offer from 1984 was the Star Wars' Forever poster was free with two proofs of purchase from any Kenner Star Wars action figure. This poster is uh, really cool. On one side of it, it has kind of a just shows like the main characters, some film images, but the back side has a photo of all 79 figures that were available at the time, and it is really cool. I have that poster uh, framed. It's just really awesome. Yeah, could uh, you post a picture of that? Because I'm, I'm yeah. not quite sure if I know what it looks like. Yeah, I'll post yeah, a photo like, of it. I was going to ask the same. It's Chris, really cool. It's one of my good idea. favorite vintage things. I'd like to see that, too. Mm-hmm. And it did say Star Wars is forever on the poster. Yeah, said that on the like one side. It's just it's hard for me to remember so much what the main side says because I don't have it framed that way. But it says Star Wars is forever, and I think it has a picture of Luke and Vader and a couple other things from the film Return of the Jedi. But on the other, the back side, it has all seventy nine figures, just kind of in in a, in a big display. They're kind of on oh, sand that... and snow and different little element, you know, environments they kind of made. Oh, yeah. It's really yeah, cool. I think I remember now. Yeah. 1985, there was a couple offers. Things were winding down. But the first offer was the Power of the Force coin, which was free with one proof of purchase and a dated receipt from any Kenner Star Wars action figure. I never ordered the coins. I was pretty much out by 1985. Ryan, you were still in the game. Did you send away for any of these coins? Uh, I like you. I, I was actually starting to get out of it with Power of the Force. I never sent away for any of the coins. I still have some of the coins that came with my figures that I bought back then, but I, I don't even remember the offer to be... Well, okay, I do remember the offer on the back of the card, but I, it never even intrigued me to send away for them. I actually have a Lobot figure, an Empire Strikes Back Lobot figure that has one of these offers on it, which makes me believe they couldn't Maybe they couldn't get rid of the Lobot figures. He might have been a peg warmer. It's still an Empire figure, but this offers on the card, and it's a really big sticker. It covers up a lot of the card, but it's probably they were probably trying to clearance out the Star Wars figures at that point because I don't think they were selling well in '85. Yeah, they were starting to hurt. Yeah, GI Joe was in '84. Yeah, for sure. G.I. <laughs> Joe sure. was king of the boys' toys, I think, in 1985. Yeah. Anyways, there was also. Planned was I was it. collecting Cabbage Patch Kids back then. Yeah. What's so funny, Chris? Do you still have any? I'm not. I'm not at liberty to say. Let's move on. Shall was, we? Yeah, let's move on. There was a collector's coin album planned for release to go along with these coins, but it it never it never came out. And the final offer, final vintage mail away offer, is also from 1985. It was uh, micro. Uh, pack of four micro figures they were i think i believe randomly packed and they were available with three upc symbols from c3po cereal i didn't eat the cereal it didn't look good to me but i kind of wish i would have <laughs> sent away for these but did anybody else anybody else uh, eat c3po's and mail away for these c3po's was pretty much like any other uh, special promotion cereal like Mr. T and stuff. Yeah. It was kind of like that, that the 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 Captain Crunch without the Crunch Berries. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was kind of the boring kind of wheat uh, mm-hmm. slathered in sugar, and it was kind of its run of the mill kind of a corn. I don't know what it was. Was it corn? 
but it tasted like every other generic uh, cereal out there. Yeah, I don't think... So, which means it was delicious. Yeah, it probably was, right? Yeah. I used to eat them with um, Polly and Bertha, my uh, Cabbage Patch kids, but that's another story. And that wraps (laughs) up for the vintage era mail-aways. Now, just to say, the list we went through are just U.S. mail-aways, and all the prices were in U.S. dollars. So I know some of the offers had you know, Canadian and who knows what else. But Before we move into modern, yeah. Chris, Chris, did you know of any – did you know about any of these mail-aways when you were in Germany? I um, mean, you know, before you came to the States, did you – were you familiar with any of these? Did any of these cards with the special promotions ever get to Germany? Did you ever wonder about them or know about them at all? Um, I do remember the survival kit uh-huh. on one of the card bags. And don't ask me what figure that was, but I remember I stared at it, I stared at it forever, trying to figure out what it is. And, you know, back then I was a kid. I didn't speak English at all. Um, yeah, so I remember seeing that because um, I tried to figure out what it was and how to get that, but you know, I like I said, I had no idea um, where to mail to or that it actually was a mail away thing. I, I had no idea. Well, I know they have a few uh, survival kits at uh, the toy stable, so one of these days I'll buy you a bagged kit. And I'll drive up to your place, and I'll give you a little box, a little gift wrap box. You'll open it up, and we'll sing Kumbaya and Embrace. Oh, right on. Sounds good yeah. to me. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a short pause, and when we return, we'll discuss modern mailaways. Boba Fett, Darth Vader, Chewbacca, and 18 other action figures, all from Kenner Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection, each sold separately. At participating stores, you can check specially marked packages for details on how to get the secret figure. New Bosk, Alien Bounty Hunter, not available in stores yet, free with four proofs of purchase from any of the Empire Strikes Back action figures. Offer expires May 31st, 1980. Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Boba Fett, and other action figures, each sold separately. From Kenner Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. And welcome back. So, the modern era began early 90s. The first modern mail-away that I could find, at least, was called the 1994 Action Masters Gold C-3PO from Kenner. Did uh, you mail away for this, Ryan? Yes, I actually have two of them. I I did mail away from it. I was excited for it. And I couldn't find much information on this. Do you remember what you needed to do to get this figure? Uh, not off the top of my head. I have, I have the packaging somewhere around here to find. I probably can't find it right now. But um, I know it was just off the Action Master figures, and you had to send in proof of purchases and a little bit of money, much like most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got this gold C-3PO, which it's the same thing as the regular 3PO, only it's really not painted and has a slightly different base. I'll put some pictures up on Facebook of it with a comparison with the regular ones so people can see very cool. Tom, did you get into the Action Masters? Nope. nope. No, uh, I, I I was kind of really liking the Galoob, uh, what I just said it earlier. What are those? Help me out, Ryan. Micro Machines. There you go. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was, and then the uh, figures were a year away, and I was anticipating those, but... Yeah, I saw these. Uh, I saw these action masters, and I wasn't uh, too impressed with them. I was hoping we'd get more, and of course, a year later we would get more. But uh, yeah, these didn't really turn me on too much. So when when you say that um, you were anticipating the new figures and they were about a year away, so you were really aware that there w- would be new figures out? No, but I figured there must be because Kenner was back in the game. You know the. 
pimping uh, because this was Kenner, I believe, right? Yes, and, this was yeah. Kenner. So yes. and I, mean, I believe the Star Wars Insider had kind of given hints that Kenner was getting ready to release another line of action figures. So I think there was definitely an inkling. I think even a year previous in '94 that there might be something yeah. cool on the horizon. There definitely was. It, it had been talked about that these figures were coming eventually. They hadn't shown us much of them or anything. I really don't remember seeing much at all of the, them until they finally hit. But the 19... They, uh, I'm sorry, Ryan, go ahead. They were definitely... The, the new figures coming in 95 were known about ahead of time, well ahead of time. Right, and uh, Tomart's Action Figure Digest, which is a great magazine if you've ever looked through one, had an article about the 1995 Toy Fair, and they did mention the new figures coming. And then a couple of months later, they had some uh, photos of the figures. So it was coming. It Which, was coming. For, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be part of the edit. All right. Don't question me, Chris. Don't question my abilities. <laughs> Nin- oh, all right, my man. All right. All right, baby. I love you. 1995. That was the resurgence of Star Wars action figures and the first mail away for a three and three quarter inch figure of the modern era is Han Solo disguised as a stormtrooper. He was free with two proof of purchases from Fruit Loop cereal and probably my favorite mail away, at least of the modern era. Yeah, that was an awesome figure. Yeah, it, it was it was one of the first figures that we got that we didn't have in the vintage line. I like the pose on him. If you put his arms right, it looked like he was holding a rifle with, with two hands. So I like that. And it was it was a great figure. It was a great advertisement on Fruit Loops. I really had never eaten Fruit Loops until that point. I was excited for that figure. I ordered five of them. I, I loved it. Yeah, I got a handful of those as well. I was really excited. Um, it didn't dawn on me that it wasn't necessary for me to eat all the Fruit Loops that I bought, but I did. I guess I wasn't very smart, and someone should have probably talked me out of it. To this day, I haven't had a bowl of Fruit Loops since. <laughs> probably a good thing. Well, the thing is, if you remember that time, too, there was also the offers on Apple Jacks and, uh, and uh, Corn Pops. Uh, That's Corn right. Pops had the, the making of VHS that you could send in for, and Apple Jacks had the Rogue Squadron comic as well. So there was plenty of sugared cereals to be had and bought and eaten at that time. That's yeah. true, right? Yeah, yeah I, I ordered all of that stuff. I oh, bought so did I. multiple boxes, and I think I got probably two of everything. All right, Chris, did you, uh, Chris, did you order the 1995 Han Solo disguised as stormtrooper? Um, I did, yeah. Um, but it was through a, um, I think it was some sort of catalog of some store in Germany who, uh, which which was selling them. So okay. it was not like through, uh, not through Fruit, Fruit Loops at all. Okay, and just remind me, what, what year did you move to the U.S.? Um, I lived in the U.S. Um, for a little while in '98 through 2000, and then back to Germany, and then I came back in 2002, I believe it was. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. And the next mail away from 1996 was the Spirit of Obi Wan. He was available with. 
two UPCs from regular or pizza flavored Lay's potato chips plus $1.99. I thought this was another really fun mail away, a, a figure that we hadn't seen before, and I was pretty happy with this one. Yes, Ryan, experiment Tom, of Obi Wan. Tom, did you get this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I uh, I got one or two of them. Um, cool idea. Definitely, uh, definitely cool. Uh, looked like a minty piece of candy though. But uh, yeah, didn't try to eat it, but it was very cool. It was a really good display. I yeah, didn't have much playability. I mean, no. you know, just kind of stood there looking all. I was I was too scared to try to move the arms or head because I always figured they would break off. I don't think they were meant to move. Yeah. Did, Ryan, did you? I'm. It goes without saying that you had at least one of these, right, Ryan? Uh yeah, I got five of these as well. Did I, you I try to was... pose these guys, or were these posable? I... I did try to pose them. The arms really didn't move, and um, and honestly, I think in the five I have, the arms are slightly in, in slightly different positions each one. Not that they're molded any differently, but like it was, the arm was pushed out further and unsolid. Kind of assembled, and that's when the glue set. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the thing I thought was cool about it is you could put like a flashlight up underneath him, and you get that glow effect on him. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just a hunk of plastic, but I, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Ah, I didn't even think of that. that that's a cool idea. I don't think the uh, pizza-flavored Lay's potato chips are all that good, though. They're kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finagled I, my way into getting one of these. I, I don't think I actually partook in the whole pizza chip eating. <laughs> you learned your lesson with the Fruit Loops. Yeah, I've, I learned my lesson in back in 95. I was still <laughs> reeling from Corn Pops. <laughs> okay, moving on to 1997... It was Bomar Monk, and this was a mail away that used that new technology called the internet, and you could go online. Was it? I'm not sure if it was StarWars.com. Hmm, anybody remember? I was. I, I was Kenner, Kenner. The Kenner website. The Kenner website. Ryan, do you? What were you gonna say? It was one of the official ones. If it wasn't Hasbro, it was you know, or Kenner, or it was. Uh, the Star Wars Insider or something like that. It was definitely an, an official source or something. But Okay. And so what you would do is you'd print the form off the website and then you'd mail it in with $7.98 check or money order. They, uh, I guess they didn't have the technology just to take the order online at that point. I picked up about seven of these. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't believe you. No, it's true. I did. I, I got uh, six or seven of these guys. And what were you going to do with them all? I have no idea. Okay. I sold them on eBay about you sold 10 them years Ryan. ago. But I sold <laughs> them to Ryan for You didn't sell them to me because I got five when they no, came out. No, you I did? Yeah. Wow. How many were in Return of the Jedi? One. There was just one? <laughs> but you needed Bomar Army Builders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris, how many Bomar Monks did you get? I got one. Okay. Whatever, And then they came out with another one, which is just a repaint. A little right. That I got guy. that one. Listen to Chris playing it cool over there. Oh, I just got one. You got five, Chris. <laughs> no, man, I saw I got one. You have one in every room. <laughs> there was a novel wow. out around that time that that gave a backstory to the Bomar Monk. Yeah, those were good stories. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they have the Bomar Monk Monastery in uh, the Clone Wars? Yes, I yeah. believe so. But we never saw them, right? No, I don't think they could afford the character models or something. They were still... <laughs> it was still... Getting things up and running, I think. But yeah, I think you're right, Chris. Moving along. 1998, 
gave us Luke's Micro Binoculars Slide Viewer. This was available with one proof of purchase from any Kenner Star Wars action figure, plus $5.99. And this was a little device meant to view the slides that were coming with the Power of the Force 2 figures of the time. And I didn't order this. Ryan, did you order one, two, three, four, or five? <laughs> I only ordered one of these. Um, I'm trying to remember because there was the little albums, too, that you can put your slides in. I don't remember if those came with that or if those came from something else. Oh, that's right. I think that was uh, Star Wars Insider sold those. Okay. You know, I have uh, to admit, this was a great gimmick, mm-hmm. but slides? <laughs> no one has a slide projector. My grandmother anymore. Yeah, well, my my dad does too. I mean, that goes without saying. He's got technology back from the mm-hmm. 1800s for some reason. But 1998, that was still kind yeah. of the possibility of a family having a slide projector available. Right. You'd have to, yeah. It was a weird gimmick. It was a cool <laughs> gimmick, but it was really weird. It's almost like packing an eight-track tape. In a figure nowadays, it didn't make sense. Right. That would be awesome. It would be kind of cool. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Chris, any yeah, thoughts? I got, I got I got one of the uh, the the projector dealies, and I got the all the books. I actually have every single slide they did, even the weak way, because they Ooh. had them up in Canada for same price. I mean, there were tons of them. I went and bought a couple, but nice. uh, so I I definitely worked on getting every slide in that. that was, of course, part of the whole collection to have that. So, Chris, did you order the Luke's micro binoculars slide viewer? I did not, no. no. I set that one out. Yeah. Did You still have the figures from this time, I'm sure. What did you do with the... Uh, what did you guys do with your slides, by the way? I have a full oh. set in the books, that you, the little books that you can slide them into and keep them that way. And then I've got, like, stacks and stacks and stacks of all the extras I have. Chris, yeah. do you still have your slides around? I do somewhere in storage, yeah. I've got mine just in a box. I never really did much with them. Because if I remember correctly, the slides had kind of their own little teeny little case, little plastic Mm -hmm. case that it was sandwiched in, so I guess it was Mm -hmm. protected. Those slides got pretty pretty scratched up, I, (laughs) I would imagine, if they weren't, so. Yeah. Hey, maybe some, maybe someday we can have a little party where we watch all the Star Wars slides (laughs) in 1998. (laughs) <laughs> I'll uh, borrow one of my dad's slide projectors. That'd be actually and pretty funny. I, and... <laughs> I would love to see those all projected. <laughs> oh, remember that one? That's a good one. Well, make sure we put one in upside down, one backwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Also in 1998 was one that I wasn't aware of until Chris mentioned it earlier today. The Walmart poster with all the Power of the Force 2 figures don't remember this so chris can you clue us in on what this one is um yeah it's a poster uh which was exclusively available through walmart you have to have your walmart receipt and uh, you mail away with it uh you mail away for it and it was basically a poster which showed all the power of the force two figures from uh 1995 all the way through 1998 and the cool thing was that on the bottom of the poster it had um, check boxes and the names of the characters so you could just check off the figures that you already had in your collection. So uh, it's one of my favorite posters uh, from back then, for sure. Sounds cool. I'll have to look into getting one of those. Yeah, Ryan, like do you have a picture? Do you have this poster? I, I actually don't. Walmart was not much of a force up here in the Pacific Northwest back then. And 
So it was very hard to get to a Walmart to get something. I remember hearing about them. I kind of wanted one. Um, I never got one, no. I'd love to see a picture of that, of the image. I'll, I'll post one. Yeah. yeah, Chris, that'd be great. All right. And 1998 had the first prequel era figure as a mail away. Mace Windu for $2.99 plus six proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figure with a dated receipt. Uh, they did that for a while, requesting dated receipts. I think they stopped after a while, but interesting. And this was the first prequel character, Samuel Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu, came with a blue lightsaber. They didn't know it was going to be purple, I guess. He came in yeah. a box. He was kind of cool, I thought. I liked him. I got five of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I don't anymore, but I did at the time. All right. Yeah. This was I, remember this was '98, gang, when uh, <laughs> when uh, the prequels were still yes. Watch what you say, Tom. Just Tom. watch what you say. This was before the Phantom Menace came out, came out mm-hmm. and I had high hopes. And I figured this figure looked cool. Jedi Knight. What could go wrong? I'm going to mute. <laughs> Chris, what's your thoughts on uh, on Mace Windu from the mail away? Oh, I love the figure. I uh, I thought um, you know the figure itself was just okay, kind of, but the excitement, you know, for you know just new figures and new characters is um, yeah, and new movies. Yeah. Hey, does well, anyone remember? I, I mean, I I've got the details about you know you needed six proofs of purchase, but. Where where could you order it from? I couldn't I couldn't remember. I ordered two of them, but I don't remember. There weren't offers on the figures. I can't. Anyone remember? Ryan, remember I? I, was... I don't remember. I want to say it was through the Insider, but uh, I, I know I ordered my five. But okay. Yeah, I I think it was the Insider, but I'd have to go back through my magazines to figure that one out. I think you might be right. Yeah, I Ryan. think so. I, I think, think you're right. right. Yeah. Okay. Good memory, kid. Good memory. And. That launched quite a big gap between uh, mailaways from Hasbro because the next one that I have on the list was 2005. The early bird kit it was a Walmart exclusive for $29.97. You could get a certificate available at Walmart during the Revenge of the Sith launch, and it was kind of a, a redo of the original early bird kit from 77 into 78 with modern figures kind of based on the vintage figures, and it looked really cool, and I never ordered one, but uh, I know some of you guys have. Tom, I think you mentioned this on another episode. You ordered this? What no, I got I, – I was going to, but then I saw pictures of the figures, and I, oh. I wasn't – Okay. I, I, I did like the uh, early bird kit itself, no. but that- I never did get the figures. So, yeah, and, well, it's not unfortunate because I didn't really, <laughs> really care less. But Chris, do you uh, have the, the figures didn't look good to me. Yeah. Chris, do I do have the figures. figures. I do have the figures, and I do like them. Um, funny thing is, though, like when they came out, I wasn't too fond of them because um, I thought that the. Uh, you know, they tried to tri- try to give, uh, do a tribute to the vintage figures, and so they gave Luke that sliding lightsaber. In the arm yeah. trick. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And it looked a little bulky, and it just I thought that for a modern figure, they could have, you know, made it better. Um, but looking back at it now, I think they actually did a pretty good job. 
And uh, so the whole set all together with the backdrop and the four figures, I think is a really cool tribute. And I, I do like the figures. Oh, yeah. The, uh, did the lightsaber on Luke, that new tribute Luke, did that telescope somehow or did it all just kind of? No, it did telescope. Oh, OK. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I missed that one. But uh, I've thought about maybe going back and trying to hunt one of those down. I don't think they go for very much these days. Probably yeah, I not. Think, I think one of the cool things in that set, I mean, we talked about the Luke. And, and I mean the the R2 was just the same as the vintage R2, only I think the doors were glued shut, and the Chewbacca was the same, only had a different head. It was in the New Hope head. But I liked the Princess Leia in that set because she had the hood up over her head. Um, it was a really good sculpt. That's probably my favorite figure, definitely from that set, and one of my favorite Princess Leia figures actually. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that is that the figure I think only has three points of articulation, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, and... it's very limited. Right, so the question it really is, like, how important is articulation, right? If the figure looks so good, you know? Yeah, exactly. If the figure looks cool, I don't care about articulation so much. Yeah. They're going to release, you know, 50 versions of any such figure anyway. Why do you need it fully articulated? They'll give her every pose you need. Right. All right. 2006 brought us the George Lucas in Stormtrooper disguise offer. He was available for $4.95 plus five proofs of purchase from, I think it was the uh, the vintage collection, or what was that line called in 2006? Not OTC. It was uh, the Saga, Saga Collection. What was it called? The Saga Collection. Saga Collection. Yeah, it was part of their ultimate uh, galactic bounty hunt. Is that what it was? Uh, yep. Yeah. Ultimate bounty hunt uh, thing they were doing. You had, that was how you got the deals to send them for it. And That's right. Yeah, you had to buy all the vintage figures, um, the modern vintage figures. So that was Luke X-Wing and uh, the Tusken Raider and Greedo. There's a biker scout and there was uh, Han Solo in the in the trench coat. And each of those came with a little tap that you could place onto the the, the form. Which the form was, uh, I think it only was um, available inside the Luke X-Wing package. So you had to collect all the figures and then mail away. And um, I think it was $4.95 or $5 or something like that. And then they would send you a George Lucas in Stormtrooper disguise. Yay! <laughs> I didn't order that. <laughs> I, bought all the, I bought all the figures you needed to order it, but I, I don't collect... Uh, to me, that's Expanded Universe or something in... Not really what I collect, but it looks kind of cool, I guess. No, yeah. it's awesome. It's George Lucas, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just George, just is George Lucas, I'm in the Stormtrooper disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Let me take this helmet off. I'm George Lucas. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Let me rape your childhood. I think the... I think... <laughs> Well, I think the figure does kind of look cool. I think it, I think the card kind of failed because it was just the same picture as the stormtrooper picture, right? Yeah, I agree. Yes. If it had like a different card, it would have been yeah. like, especially on a mail away like that. I mean, yeah. I ordered three of them, and it's just the same card you got with the stormtrooper already. If they yeah. done something different, it would have been a lot better. I think if the card art was different, I probably would have ordered it. But eh. all right, two thousand and seven. The the what offers are getting hotter. 2007, the 30th, oh my gosh, 30th anniversary of Star Wars. And there was a mail-away coin set. Another item I was not familiar with until Chris notified me about it earlier today. So again, Chris, I'll give this one to you. Not not familiar with this one. Yeah, um, again, the, they came out, Hasbro came out with uh, modern vintage figures 
and just like the previous year, you had to collect them all, and each figure came with a little tap that you could place on a form and then mail mail away. And it was again like four ninety five. And then Hasbro would send you a nice little box which had uh, six coins in it plus a seventh additional one celebrating the thirtieth anniversary of Star Wars. So it's not a figure; it's just the coins. So if you're into collecting coins, that was a cool thing. Um, personally, I'm not into collecting coins, but I still have that set, and um, I think it was, it was a cool set. It's a nice tribute to the 30th. Uh, wish they would have done something like that for the Return of the Jedi this year, <laughs> but um, uh, I guess they didn't. So, anyways, that's what that's what the deal was back then. Cool. Yeah, cool. I, I ordered one of these. The box it comes in is really nice. I actually went out just like the slides. I got every single coin they did. So all those re-release figures they put a new coin with. I, I got all those. So I had to have this, of course. It's a nice set. I think they did a really good job on it. All right. I, I like the coins of that year. I didn't order this and didn't even know about it. But, uh, yeah, the coin sets were nice. I, I I enjoyed them. I missed a couple of them, though. I didn't find all the coins. But whatever. I think uh, those coins are actually legal tender in the Philippines now. <laughs> Perhaps. Or not. I could be wrong. Okay. Or the year, euro or something. I don't know. Chris, you might want to. Not sure. Say what? <laughs> 2008 brought the Clone Wars Captain Rex mail away for four UPC UPCs from any Hasbro Star Wars basic action figure plus six dollars and ninety nine cents. Yikes! They're starting to charge a lot for these when you get this later on. Uh, you get Clone Wars Captain Rex in his animated style look, I guess. Uh, I didn't order this figure. I wasn't planning on collecting Clone Wars figures at that time. I did change my mind soon after, but did any of you guys order this? And I'll ask Ryan first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I wasn't so sure about the Clone Wars line when it first hit, but, I mean, being the completest person I am, I had to buy them. And so, of course, the mail ways I had to do, and I definitely sent away in for him. I was one of those people who was confused that it was Captain Rex because I was used to Captain Rex from Star Tours, and that they would give him this name and everything. But and you really didn't know who he was at this point until mm-hmm. the show hit, and then you, mm-hmm. you learned who the character was. But that's a lot like the old vintage uh, mail ways. You didn't always know who those characters were yet when you did the mail ways. But um, right. I, I, it was interesting. I mean, it's the same figure they released on regular card. I can't. One's clean and one's dirty. I don't remember which one was dirty, which one was clean, as far as the mail away and the uh, the one you can buy in stores. But they had a, a slight difference. Chris, uh, are you familiar with this figure? And do you know which one was clean and which one was dirty? The mail away or the regular um, one? Yeah, I, d- I did get it. I'm not quite sure which one was the clean or dirty one on the top of my head, but I do remember that the mail away figure did come with um, a, a thicker back of the card, and when you open the figure, it would fold out into a little 3D display, um, kind of similar to the expanded universe figures from the Power of the Force line, Power of the Force Two line. Um, so that was a little extra you got when you when you mail away for that. But uh, so the the mail away was the clean version, and it came with a. Uh, it says the package opens into a 3D display. This is a figure I never opened. Oh. They released the same figure later on as dirty, so I've never looked at what the 3D display is. And so it's it's on a Clone Wars card, one of those like boring white blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the terrible Clone Trooper cards that okay. I hate so much. Yeah, it's on one of those cards, but yeah, it's the it's the clean version. Huh, interesting. Okay. I guess that explains why it's six ninety nine. Kind of expensive. These figures, is the more recent ones, it's almost like you got to 
it's not really free. You kind of got to pay for the figure. See, I'm, I'm wondering what, now that the Clone Wars ha- is canceled, I'm wondering, you know, if there's going to be a collector's market for those kinds of items in a few years from now. There might be, because now that there's a, a finite end to the line and people want to check them all off, I really think Clone Wars in... 10 or 20 years from now we'll have a a good following with you know kids who grew up watching it and who you know are attached to the characters and to the show i think it'll be similar to the ot generation the clone you know the clone Wars stuff great storylines great great characters yeah 2009 jedi master qui-gon jinn and desert creature eopi was available with uh, five UPCs from any Hasbro Star Wars action figure plus $6.99. This was kind of a re-release of something that had been issued in maybe 99 or 2000. I think the Qui-Gon figure was a little better for the re-release, but I'm not positive. And Tom, you ordered five of these? Wow. I ordered ten of these, ten. and and then I moved. <laughs> no, I I didn't. I don't even know what an EOB is. Okay. I do. It's one of those little. Come on, Tom! Horse. It's the thing that farts at you and Phantom Senate. Come on, Tom. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> no, I did not get any of these. Okay, I didn't order this one either because I had the original and it didn't look new enough to me. But um, I guarantee. Ryan ordered it. Did you order it, Ryan? <laughs> I almost didn't because, like, I, I had the original one because it was a it was a beast pack one that wasn't released in the United States. The original EOP mm-hmm. uh, was like only in Europe, but I had gotten a hookup through a really cool store. I don't remember what it was, and so I'd gotten one years before. And so when they put this out as their mail, I'm like, ah, do I really want to get this? Do I want to spend the? Because it was like, what was it, twelve bucks or something like that? It was. The, what? Which one? The the, the Qui Gon and the Eopi. The mail away was six ninety nine plus well, five Hasbro's Star Wars proof of purchase. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never had a problem with proof of purchases. Uh, yeah. But, um, it was. Uh, I, I don't know. I just wasn't sure about it. So I, I ended up. It was like the last day you could send it for. I was like, oh, what the heck? I'll do it. And it has a very, very slight difference between a previous Qui Gon figure and previous Eopi. But it's really not much. I, I would, I'd barely call it a difference. Really. The uh, Ryan's house uh, proofs of purchase flowed like water. Yeah, I uh, still have well, tons of them. Actually, me too. <laughs> me too. Actually, you know the uh, the the uh, EOP that was the the mail away one. It did have um, a significant different paint application than the European or the first released version. Really? Uh, yeah, it was uh, much. Uh, significantly yellow, more yellow than than the first release. Um, you easily, you can easily tell them apart. And the figure was very different. It was a completely different sculpt that they used for that. Man, maybe I should have ordered it. Tom, can I have one of your extras? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll one of your ten. <laughs> clearly, you've got two species of Eopi here. You've got one that uh, resides near the Sarlacc. Uh-huh. And then you've got another one that resides north, more north toward uh, Fort Tuscan, I believe. Right, right, Ryan. If I'm not mistaken. No, no. One farts and the other doesn't. That's the difference. Uh, okay, I'm going home. Okay. Oh, I'm already at home. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're already home. <laughs> All right. 2009 had another 
offer. It was Clone Wars Nadar Veb for five proofs of purchase from any Star Wars Hasbro action figure plus $6.99. And Nadar Veb, kind of an, he was a Jedi from the Clone Wars series and he was kind of a Admiral Akbar looking character. Chris, what's your thought on Nadar Veb? Um, I like the character, so I'm glad that Hasbro released released the figure. Um, but yeah, there's not much more to it that I can tell you. I just, you know, um, like the character in the Clone Wars TV show, so um, I had to mail away for that one. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing really. I mean, that was the only way how you could obtain this figure. So if you didn't mail away, they never released it, uh, you know, in regular stores. So that was your only way of getting this this one. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to mail away for this one. I had the form and everything, and I just forgot to mail away for it. And luckily, a uh, fellow collector in the Seattle area had an extra one, not Tom. And uh, I think he gave it to me for free, I think. I don't remember. But um, I think he's cool, but it does make me wish they would have made an Admiral Akbar Clone Wars figure. Absolutely. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But he is cool. Ryan, uh, how many did you order for... I only ordered one. I think at this point, I, I, w- I didn't have to order five of every mail-in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got one. And I, you didn't mention it, but he also came with a 3D diorama. His card opened up to a 3D diorama. Oh, I forgot um, about that. I, I know I opened that one up and, and actually put out the diorama. I'd have to find it again. I know I have it around here somewhere. But uh, it was nothing that special. I think the 3D dioramas that they did with the EU figures when they first did the... You figures in 97, 98 were much mm-hmm. better than this, but oh. I, I don't know. It was, it was a cool deal, though. Yeah. All right. 2010 was the 30th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back, and Hasbro brought back the vintage collection. And with that, they had a mail away for Rocket Firing Boba Fett. And he was free with five proofs of purchase from Star Wars action figures plus six ninety nine shipping. So really, he wasn't free. But um, he's kind of a resculpt of the original Boba Fett from seventy nine. Seven, yeah. They, I think they tried to mimic the sculpt and put a rocket firing mechanism in him. And I think he looks pretty cool, but I'm not really sold on the rocket firing mechanism. It either you got to put a really long missile rocket into it to make it work right. But I think it looks cool and it looks great carded. I ordered a couple of them. Uh, Ryan, uh, what's your thought on this figure? I thought it was a really cool idea. I ordered three or four of them. Um, it, it was a it was a nice figure to finally get that rocket firing figure. And even though like the actual firing rocket is this really long thing that sticks out almost to the bottom of his feet. They also had the, the just regular rocket that you could put in there, but you could take it back out. So I, I thought that was a cool thing. Um, it was also cool just to get a vintage-looking figure on a vintage card. I thought it was a great idea from Hasbro. Yeah, I, I think he looks great, Carl. Cool. Chris, what's your thoughts on rocket-firing Boba Fett? Um, yeah, I think I totally agree with uh, with Ryan on this one. Um, it's a really, really cool tribute. And um, also, you know, somewhat educational for newer collectors, you know, who are not familiar with the whole rocket-firing thing from the vintage days. Um, so a uh, really, really cool idea by Hasbro. 
and the card back looked awesome. So uh, definitely a, a figure to keep carded and looks great on display. So yeah, that, that that's definitely a figure that people should pick up. I think. Tom, you don't collect modern figures, but did this one make you kind of want to get it because it looks like a vintage figure and it's on that vintage card back, or were you like? No. Not really. No. Okay. But Chris <laughs> Chris B did get me one of these. Thanks, Chris. Remember yep. for my uh, for as a birthday present for my seventy eighth birthday. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> a couple of years well, back. You're welcome, you old fart. Yeah, thanks. No, it's 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 great. It's fun. Um, yeah, 30 years too late, but you know that's fine. Yeah. And 2010 also brought us Clone Wars Sergeant Brick and Battle Mat. He was available as a mailway for five UPC codes, and AKA proofs of purchase. And six dollars ninety nine cents. And this was a pretty cool a, figure. What the heck's a battle mat? <laughs> Chris, you want to explain to Tom what a battle mat is? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hasbro released uh, game cards with all the uh, with all the figures, and um, all the figures also came with a die. And so you could basically play a game. Like each character would have certain strength and. I'm not familiar with the game rules because I've never played the game. Um, but the the mat was exclusively available with this figure. And it actually had, I, if I remember this correctly, Ryan, you might be able to correct me on this one, but I think the mat had spots for where you could actually store figures in it and you could fill yeah, it up yeah, and yeah. use it as, as a bag. Yeah, so that was a really cool idea. And it was basically um, just just a game mat so you could place your figures on it. Right, and uh, then you know, ro- di- uh, roll it out and, and play the game, basically. So, yeah, I, when I read that, because Jason sent us a list, I read it really quickly. I thought it said Sergeant Matt and Battle Brick, and I was thinking to myself, man, they're really kind of coming up with. They're not coming up with any new weapons here. <laughs> a battle brick? <laughs> it's getting late. It is getting late, and the blue milk is starting to get to my go through my, you know. Yeah. to my head here. What time do they make you go to the bed at the home again? I forgot. Well, I've, see, I've, I've hit... Where's your last I've, meal? I've, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding in the TV room right now, okay. so if you guys keep it down, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that puts us to the final mail-away offer from Hasbro, and that would be the 2011 Boba Fett uh, prototype armor version. This was available with five UPCs from any Star Wars action figure plus $6.99. This was another figure on a vintage card, and it had the, I believe, the Joe Johnston prototype. Sorry, the Joe Johnston prototype design armor. Is that right? Is it Joe Johnston that designed this? Anyone? Yes, know? yes, yes, yes. It was. Yeah. Um, and it looks pretty cool. I think it was a little disappointing personally to get another Boba Fett offer right after another, you know, previous one. I kind of wish they would have given us a different character. But uh, I got to say, the character, the figure does look nice. Chris, what what are you what are you thinking on this one? Um, yeah, I think. You know, just like with the rocket firing Boba Fett, that it's a nice educational kind of thing for newer collectors, you know. And, again, a nice tribute to, to you know, how everything kind of started and how this character came to be. The the card back looks fantastic. Um, the figure itself is just 
unfortunately a repaint of a previous uh, figure and you know if, if you really if if you go to starwars.com and watch that video that Ben Burt did uh, when they when they tried the suit on and you compare you compare the the suit with the figure you'll notice that there are so many things that just don't match up that it really like Hasbro just really tried to put something out there but not really go for any kind of accuracy whatsoever so the figure does not match the uh, the actual suit at all, but you know the overall package and the overall idea I think is great. Was it just a Snow White figure, Chris? Um, no, yes. No paint apps, just white, huh? Uh, it had a few colors. I think on the chat pack, and I think oh, the, okay. some lights on the helmet were painted. I think, and maybe some of the gauntlets. Gotcha. Yeah, I have the figure in front of me right now, but I got to go back and and check check on it. But yeah, what I remember is also like in the video when when Boba Fett turns around, he had some sort of cape hanging down on the back, um, which is also completely. I if, I think the figure does have a cape, but it doesn't. It has a completely different cape from what was seen in in the video. So. Chris, I believe the cape in the video is made of a Star Wars towel. It, yeah, absolutely. that's what it is. Exactly, it says Star Wars on it. And the, would that uh, not be the coolest thing if they had a cape on that, that figure? That, that would have had if, that. If they would have included oh. that Star Wars towel cape on the figure, that would have made up for any other inaccuracies. That would have just been like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. But, That's been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So it does feel a little cheap in some ways, you know, because they didn't put enough effort into it. It's kind of weird because in some ways you'd think that. They go ahead and they come up with this great idea on how to pay tribute, and and you know they come out with this thing which is purely for collectors, right? And then they just give you a repaint, kind of, you know. They might they make everything nice about it except for the the figure itself, which is you know kind of odd. So, anyways, I still recommend you guys pick it up if you haven't. So, because um, it looks awesome on display, like the the card back looks just great. Anything to add on this figure, Ryan? I think it's it's a cool addition because I mean you have like this string of white Boba Fett's because the prototype or not prototype the uh, Ralph McQuarrie Fett that they did in 2007 was also all white and so you kind of have that plus this I said two of the the McQuarrie ones with the two different helmets uh, that you can put on it so it's like it, there's a string of white Fett's in the middle of your uh, you know usual green and red and such Boba Fett that's cool yeah I agree with that and with that that's the final mail away so far. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to ask each one of you a question. The next mail away, hopefully an episode seven figure. What do you want to see? Do you want to, like, I'm thinking, like, as in preview figure. Do you want a new character that you never heard of? Do you want an old favorite in a new design? Or what What do you hope the next mail away is? If, 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 if it was up to you to decide to kick off the the next trilogy and i will start with tom what's your thought on that uh i would send fifteen dollars and five proofs of purchase for a uh lens flare accessory (laughs) (laughs) no i would i maybe i would maybe seven bucks for a geriatric uh, princess leia with uh electro uh wheelchair okay I think I'd go for that. Yeah. Okay. So an, a known character, cloth, uh, cloth, updated cloth accessories, so you can change her. Okay. So a known favorite, 
Princess Leia updated for the episode Or Chewbacca. Seven. We'll just kind of rehash. You know what we could do? We can er- do an early bird <laughs> special. But the thing is, it would actually be an early bird special for senior citizens. Okay. Right? That wasn't funny hey, either. Hey, that's guys how they're going to get the kids. Is that how, is that how they're going to get yourselves. their kids involved? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you get a pancake also that's sent to you separately. <laughs> okay. Chris. I'm done. Chris, what's your thought on that? Can I go now? What would you... Yeah, we're cutting your mic. Chris, what's your hope for if they were going to do a... um a preview figure mail-away type thing, what would you want to see for Episode 7? Um, I would love to see Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, you know? Mm-hmm. Old, old Luke. Um, yeah, I would. That, that would be it for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, preferably if, if, you know, I don't know what Hasbro has in store or what the card design is going to look like, but wouldn't it be cool if they would go back to the whole vintage kind of thing and release it on a vintage card back? You know, when you have the big big picture on the side yeah. and uh, the Kenner logo even on it and stuff. So yeah, I hope they head that way. That'd be I don't know, that'd be awesome. I thought I think Ryan, if you could choose for a mail away figure, episode seven preview type figure, what would what would you want to see? You know, it's gotta be R two D two because he's gonna look so different, right? No. <laughs> um, uh, I along with Chris, I'd love to see a Jedi Master Luke Skywalker uh, again. Even if they didn't do a vintage card style at all with the new movie, if they did a vintage card Jedi Master Luke Skywalker as kind of a crossover, hey, this is the old trilogy going into the new trilogy, uh, I think that'd be cool. I, I'd be totally for that. Yeah. When when the flashback series came out, did you pick those up, Ryan? They had this kind of thing where you like flip flip the yes, pictures. Yes, I have all of those, yes. So maybe they'll go back to that kind of concept. Well, who knows? I think I'm with uh, two of you guys. I I want to see Luke Skywalker. And I think that's going to wrap it up for our mail-away episode. I'd like to say thanks to the Star Wars Collector's Archive website. You can find them at the SWCA.com. Uh, it's a great website, and I use a lot of their information for the vintage uh, portion of this show specifically getting the prices and amount of proof of purchases that were available. So it's a great source. Remember, you can contact us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. We welcome your comments, suggestions, criticisms, whatever. Just let us know. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, or Stitcher Smart Radio. I'd like to thank my co-host tonight, Tom. Thanks for uh, staying up a little bit late with us. Thanks, everybody. I think my nurse is uh, looking for me. I saw her pass by the window a few times, so my I'm probably going to have to turn in pretty quick. Okay. Remember to check out uh, IGrewUpStarWars.com and on Facebook, IGrewUpStarWars.com. Well, it's IGrewUpStarWars. Yeah, IGrewUpStarWars.com on Facebook and on the interwebs. Nice. Uh, good, good night and <laughs> it's not goodbye. <laughs> it's not goodbye. <laughs> Chris, thanks again, as always. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Always fun to talk, talk Star Wars with you guys. Yeah. And Brian. What? No. <laughs> you finished your taxes yet? Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, no. uh, yeah, thanks for having me again. It was definitely fun. Yeah. And that's it for tonight. We'll be back in a few weeks. Not sure what the topic is going to be in the next show, but we'll try to come up with something. So let's uh, go find Akmina and have her pour us one last drink for the night, and we'll say good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Thank you.
and homeward bound friend don't forget me in your dreams just one more song friend and then so long friend the nights get shorter it seems just one more rhyme friend yes it's a crime friend but you know time friend time can fly so it's good night friend good night but not goodbye